Bonjour. Welcome to the Emily in Paris Fans Podcast. I created this podcast for fans just like you who love Emily in Paris and are super excited to binge out on the new season of Emily in Paris on Netflix. Let's watch the new season together and talk about fashion, love, relationships, and life in Paris. I'm Dimple Dang. I'm your host. I'm a marketing expert, podcast coach, and podcaster. Stay party. Hello, everyone. And if you are an Emily in Paris fan, I know you're excited for season two because season one was absolutely amazing and there were some great cliffhangers there. So I'm super excited for season two and it has been a quite eventful season, if I do say so myself. And if you guys have not had a chance to listen to my bonus episodes, make sure you download episode one, which is basically the season one recap that's going to get you ready for season two in case you forgot what happened on season one, or you're just now getting hooked on Emily in Paris, then you can get at least a snapshot. So you have an overview and understanding of what went down in season one. And then also episode two, the bonus episode that is about season two, and I actually give you a sneak peek of all the new characters and some behind the scenes footage of all the new characters and also some behind the scenes information that you're going to find quite interesting. And all right, so let's get down to episode one of season two of Emily in Paris. So episode one opens up with Emily running through the park. She's got her AirPods in And the park is actually very beautiful. It reminds me of Central Park. And there's music in the background. And you can tell there's a little bit of excitement in the air. There's a little bit of drama. The music is a little bit dramatic. But I have to say, I do love the music that they used in the background. And I have even rewinded a couple of times to listen to it. So while Emily is jogging through this beautiful park, she's having these flashbacks of her hot night of lovemaking with Gabriel, and she can't get it out of her mind so much that she almost runs into the street. Luckily, a bystander grabs her arm and pulls her back, and Emily looks at her, but she doesn't even thank her, literally, for saving her life, and you just see her run away She's looking a little bit confused, a little bit disturbed at this point, and you see her run off, and she puts her hand on the wall. She runs to this wall, and that's where the opening, you see the Emily in Paris sign, and at that very moment, that moment is very pivotal because at that moment, the look on Emily's face is, oh, shit, what the hell have I gotten myself into this time? So Emily knows that she is in deep trouble because she has hooked up with Gabriel and now she can't get him out of her mind. And Gabriel is actually Cummy's boyfriend and Emily is friends with Cummy. So yeah, this is going to be a little bit of a tricky love triangle to navigate this season. So lots of exciting things to come. In the next scene, Emily's friend, Mindy, has moved in with Emily and she is dressed up in this very outrageously extravagant bow tie outfit because she's going to be performing at this drag club. And as they're talking, 
Kami texts Emily and she says, oh, I want you to come and meet me for a meeting. Emily finally discloses to Mindy that she had this incredible night of sex with Gabriel. And so Mindy's so excited and tries to high five her. And she's like, oh, get it, girl. And Emily's like, no, because Emily knows that maybe what she did was a mistake. And now she's very convinced that she just wants to try to get Camille and Gabriel back together. But you're going to see how that's going to go down because it's not going to be that simple. Okay. And then her friend tells her that the trip to Saint-Tropez with with Matthew, like that's actually the perfect alibi. So even though Emily was thinking about potentially canceling it, her friend Mindy's saying, no, you should go because it's, it's going to be the perfect alibi. So what's interesting is Whenever you see Emily walking around in the neighborhood, have you noticed that she always seems to have to walk by Gabriel's restaurant to get to the office, Gabriel's restaurant to get to any other destination that she's going. She's walking by Gabriel's restaurant and she sees him outside and she's asking him if he has shared anything about that night with Camille. And he says that he hasn't told her anything except that, you know, he told her that he's staying in Paris And Emily tells Gabriel that, listen, I'm only in Paris for one year and I'm going to go back to like my own life in Chicago. So it was never my intention to mess up anyone's life. Well, Emily, it's a little bit too late for that because you actually did sleep with Camille's boyfriend and now that could mess up a lot of things. But we know that you feel guilty about betraying Camille and... You're trying to make things right, but we'll just see how all that goes. And so Anton comes out. Anton is, you know, the guy who invested in Gabriel's restaurant. And that is one of the reasons why Gabriel was able to stay in Paris and and not have to move. So he is inviting Emily to the tasting menu for the restaurant. And Emily shares that she's going to be in Saint-Tropez with Matthew. And Antoine says, oh, what a lucky man. And you should have seen the look on Gabriel's face. He is totally jealous and he's shocked and he's like, what? Like, why would you do that, Emily? And he's just, you know, acting like he's her boyfriend, but he's definitely acting like a puppy that's now infatuated with her. And I feel like Emily's pulling away. So poor Gabriel. I do feel a little bad for him in that sense. So the other interesting thing is whenever Emily wants to disappear, from Gabriel. She's very good at just, you know, turning around. And then she does have, she's not very good at French yet, but she does have agua down, which means bye-bye, see you later. And so she's become really good at using that word and then running away when the conversation gets a little bit too uncomfortable for her. So good job on that one, Emily. (laughs) You remind me of Runaway Bride in that movie where Julia Roberts would like run away every time. So interesting. All right. So in the next scene, Emily's at the office with Julian and Sylvie, and they're talking about the Champagne account when she walks in. And when she walks in, it's like, wow. So Emily's wearing this cropped sweater that's got stripes on it, and it's like colorful And then she's got this like big belt with the skirt and it makes her waist look absolutely tiny. So she's just the cutest thing and her hair's all in waves. And, you know, you can see why men like her because she is really cute and attractive and she's got a beautiful smile. 
and she's going to end up breaking hearts wherever she goes. So then Emily's thinking, well, Camille's going to be coming for the Champagne account for a meeting. And then she's like, well, maybe, you know, you guys can handle it. I don't need to handle it. And I will just leave because she's feeling ultra guilty. But Sylvie's like, no, no, we need you there. You're going to have to stay there. So in the same scene, if you remember, Julian walked in and he was wearing this like coral pinkish red suit. It had a vest and it had like a colorful printed shirt and he had these cufflink style collar jewelry. I'm not sure what that's called. And he's looking very snazzy. So in season two, the fashion is on a whole other level. Everything's super colorful. You're seeing lots of bright colors. You're seeing lots of lime. And the fashion is really fun to watch because it just makes it a very beautiful scene, especially being in Paris and all that. And then it's quite interesting that Camille shows up and she's wearing these big sunglasses. And I think that's a metaphor for she's trying to hide something because she's been upset about the whole Gabriel thing. And maybe she has been behind the scenes crying and she's trying to hide her tears with those big sunglasses. And she's got this very chic blazer on that looks like a Carl Lagerfeld type of blazer. And it looks very sophisticated. And so she's, you know, she's dressed um, to the nines, I would say. So Emily comes out and she's talking to Camille and she tells her that you should be happy that Gabriel is staying in Paris. And Camille says, well, he's not staying for me. There's more to it than that. So already she knows that something is up. She does, at this point, she just doesn't know exactly what it is. And by the way, does anyone else think that Luke looks like a mad scientist? I mean, that hair and that look. He is a bit eccentric as well, but he just kind of reminds me of like the mad scientist look. All right. So then in the next scene, Camille says they're in the boardroom and Camille says, oh, Emily, you know, let's go to lunch. And Emily tells Sylvie, oh, Sylvie, can you join us? And you can see her whispering in the background saying, pretty please, like, please, please don't make me go to lunch alone with Camille. So what's interesting is you wouldn't think in season one that Sylvie would have said yes to Emily, but in season two, I think Sylvie is a little bit of a different character in season two. I think she's being a little bit nicer. I think Emily has grown on her. I think also that she is seeing that Emily has this great work ethic and you know, she's got this little bit of charisma thing going on where a lot of people are attracted to her. So it's been good for business and for the accounts. And um, that was interesting. So Sylvie, I'm, I'm beginning to like Sylvie a lot in this season. All right. So let's go back to Mindy. So Mindy has pretty much kind of wants to disown herself from her family and she wants to like make it on her own. And so she's trying to make it as a singer and she's performing at a drag club, and she invites Emily and Emily's co-workers. And then we'll talk about later what happens when they get there to see her show. And Julian has to make this presentation to these clients, and he's acting like he's going to slay this presentation, and he's acting very confident. But quite frankly, the clients are not too impressed with him, and the tagline that he came up of, keep the baggage to yourself, they didn't really go for it. So then, of course, leave it to Emily to save the day. 
or shall I say, ruin the day for Julian. So Emily makes a suggestion that they do a collaboration with Pierre Cardone and create this tacky luggage. And the client actually really likes that idea. And if you remember the scene, you've got to like really take a snapshot of the look on Julian's face because at this point, Julian is really pissed off and he's telling Emily that it's his account. He didn't ask for any help. And Emily says, no worries. You're still going to get credit for it. But he's ticked off and he walks away. So at this point, it's pretty much World War III. All right. So the next scene, Camille comes over because they're going to be going to the drag club together. And while Emily's like grabbing her coat and her keys, Camille goes to the kitchen. She walks up to the pan, not just any pan, you guys, the pan that Gabriel gave to Emily that has his initials on it. And she starts to say how it reminds her of Gabriel and Gabriel has a pan like that with initials on it. And before she can actually pick up the pan to see the initials, Emily quickly grabs her arm and says, oh, we're going to be late. We have to go. So like, let's leave. So they get to the drag club where Mindy's supposed to perform and Mindy is singing at this drag club. But unfortunately, that doesn't last for too long because she doesn't have a work permit, but she does end up getting recruited by these two guys that are performing in the streets of Paris and they ask her to perform together, but she doesn't really ask too many questions, so she doesn't quite know what she's gotten herself into. So we'll talk about that more on the next episode. So in this drag club, Emily walks into the restroom and she's surprised to see her friend Mindy, who is Madame PP. And basically in, in Paris, that's a bathroom attendant. And Emily is surprised to see her there. And she's like, well, what are you doing here? So then Mindy explains to Emily what's going on and that she's got to do this because she doesn't really have her work permit and she's got to do what she has to do. So then Mindy's turn to perform and Mindy gets up on stage and she's got an amazing voice and she's actually a really great performer. But I have to say, I wasn't loving the outfit. So I don't know what you guys thought of the outfit, but I thought it could have been something a little bit better. I don't know. I just, it didn't vibe with me. If you guys liked it, let me know. And then did you guys also catch that she gave Camille a kiss on the lips as she was working the room? And then also she was flirting with Luke as well. So that was interesting. Okay. So they're all walking home. And of course they have to go by Gabriel's restaurant again. Remember what I said? They're always having to walk by his restaurant and then let's talk about her outfit because her overcoat or trench coat and like the silver metallic and it has like these big rhinestones on the top. Very, very beautiful, very glamorous. And then if you look at her hair and everything else, like it's all giving me the Audrey Hepburn vibes and, you know, her makeup, everything. So just very glamorous, very beautiful and so as Emily walks by Gabriel's restaurant, Emily points out to Camille, hey, the lights are on. Why don't you go talk to him? And Camille's like, listen, if he wants me back, he's going to have to work for it. So she's got a lot of pride and she's not going to be chasing that man anytime soon. But also what's interesting is that I don't think he's going to be chasing her anytime soon either 
because he's still got his eyes on Miss Emily, and that is who he wants now. And poor Gabriel. So as the girls walk away, you see Gabriel come outside of the restaurant, and I just feel really sorry for him because he looks sad, and he feels like Emily has literally just ditched him, which she kind of has in a way, and I think it's a little bit unfair to like start something but then just kind of ignore him. She needs to deal with it one way or the other. So in the next scene, they're at the office and Julian accepts a delivery that came for Emily. And guess what the delivery is? It's Pierre Cardone on the cover of the luggage, looking tacky as ever, and he's supersized. But here's the thing. Here's the surprise, you guys. He's actually smiling which is a pleasant surprise because you never see this man smile. So when you put him on luggage and you make him look like he's got a smile, okay. But I don't know. The smile looks a little bit forced to me still. Looks a little fake. I don't know what you guys think. And then Julian is furious that the luggage was delivered in Emily's name. And he thinks that she's trying to steal the account. And she explains to him, listen, I'm not trying to steal the account. This is your account. And Julian basically says, listen, we are now competitors and we are not friends. So World War III, Julian and Emily, it's on. Who do we think is going to win here though? My vote goes to Emily. I don't know what you guys think, but I think Emily's going to win. So in the next scene, Gabriel's at the restaurant with Anton and Anton has some people over that could be also, who knows, investors. And I can tell that Gabriel seems a little uncomfortable and I feel like he's a free spirit and he just wants to have the freedom to do things the way that he wants. He wants to be able to present the dishes that he wants. And I think he's feeling a little bit uncomfortable because he's lacking the freedom that he once had before taking on Anton as an investor. And I think part of the reason why he agreed to take on Anton as an investor is he wanted to stay in Paris for Emily. So Emily, what are you doing to this guy? You know, like he stayed for you. But I think, you know, Gabriel, he's, he's adjusting. And I think Anton is, is also learning like, okay, you know what, even though I didn't want you to serve the trip, it was actually really good. And I'm going to give you credit where credit is due. So I think Anton's fair. So the next scene, Emily's going to be going on her trip with Matthew. So first of all, she's taking the Pierre Cardone luggage with her. And I don't know, I've never seen a luggage that's that big. It's like super sized, like in size as well, not just this photo, but in size. And then when you think about the outfits that they're wearing, I have to say that the costume designer did a really good job of coordinating Emily's outfit with Matthew's because he has on a striped sport coat and Emily has on a trench coat. And when you think about it, the same type of golden color that's in his sport coat is also in her trench coat. And her her trench coat is very sophisticated. She's also got a scarf around her neck and she's got this big, beautiful gold belt. And then she's got these sky blue heels that kind of give her outfit a little bit of that pop and a sense of fashion. And so they get on the train and... Matthew walks away to go take care of the luggage and Gabriel calls Emily and he says to her, I can't believe the girl that I decided to stay in Paris for doesn't want to be with me. So that is huge, you guys. So that right there tells you 
that he decided to stay there just because of her. And now she doesn't want to be with him. So I don't know about you guys. I feel a little bad for Gabriel, but you know, I don't know. It's hard to say because he did cheat. But then again, who knows what the relationship is behind closed doors? I don't know. So Gabriel is pouring his heart out to Emily and all Emily can think about is, I can't do this to Camille. Well, here's the thing, Emily, you've already done this to Camille and you've screwed up. So I don't think you can undo that part. That's like already been done. So at this point, you might want to think about being with the man of your dreams if you're actually in love with him, because I feel like you are. So what's interesting is as they're talking about this and then Emily tells him, listen, it was just a night that I'll never forget, but it was a mistake. And right at that moment, Matthew walks back into the, you know, the room in the train and he is like shocked to hear what he heard. And he says to her, well, when you agreed to go to Santa Pay with me, you know, was it after you slept with him? And then he continues to question her and he says, are you in love with him? Are you in love with the chef? And Emily looks at him, but she can't seem to answer. And the whole, the fact that she doesn't have an answer and the look on her face says it all. It says that, yeah, she's absolutely in love with Gabriel. And Matthew is not the kind of guy that's going to share his woman with someone else. He does have self-respect. And basically, you know, he leaves Emily, and, and but he's still a gentleman. So he says, okay, you know what? You can stay in the hotel, take the hotel, but I'm going to leave and go have fun with your boyfriend. And basically, you see Emily yelling from the window, but he's not my boyfriend, but he's not my boyfriend. All right, Emily, he's not your boyfriend, but you probably wish that he was your boyfriend but you are just denying the whole thing. You're in denial right now, Emily. Anyway, that was a whole jam-packed episode one of season two of Emily in Paris. If you're enjoying my podcast, make sure you tell all of your other girlfriends about it and send them the link to my podcast so that they can download and they can enjoy it as well. And I will see you guys on the next one. Thank you for listening to the Emily in Paris fans podcast. You can go to my podcast website, www.emilyinparisfanspodcast.com to listen to all of the episodes. If you're enjoying my podcast, please leave a positive review on Apple podcast. I would be truly grateful and promise to release more content for you. If you have a friend who loves Emily in Paris, make sure you share my podcast with them. Also, go subscribe on Apple Podcast, and you'll be the first to know when new episodes release. And if I've inspired you to launch your own podcast, check out the show notes to learn about my Launch Your Podcast Masterclass. Follow me on social media. My handles are in the show notes. And if you would like to support the production of this podcast, feel free to use the donate button on the website or the link on the show notes. Je t'apprécie.